This is the Pew Talk America Radio Network. Welcome back, everybody. It is the show, Q Talk America, Tuesday night. As we often do, we show up right here on your podcast or radio, web radio network, and bring you all the stories that we care about, the You're things welcome. that we do. And sometimes we interject you. Like, for example, I think Ananda's got to give us a uh, thoughtful vulgarity question. I see that in the chat room. wonder what that's going to be about. Maybe about oh, a scooter. Good. Could be. You ever know? Oh, a scooter-related quiz. Stick around and listen to see what thoughtful vulgarity question we have later on. <laughs> later on. Later on in hour three. <laughs> oh, but right now we're going to do a little bit of uh, headlines as we normally do. By the way, if you're looking for Marnie Ryer, she is out this week uh, manning buckets where the rain is coming into her house. A rain is literally on her parade. <laughs> yeah, well, did she do parades inside the house now? guess so. Yeah, yeah well. Well, we've all been to Starbucks or a restaurant or any other place where they serve coffee or whatever, and the barista might just really butcher your name altogether. Coffee expert. Uh, coffee oh. expert. Could have that. They write it on a cup and rather than... Caffeination expert. Rather than uh. cat, it might say cap or vowel instead of al. They get Mike Clayton. They don't even know what to do with that half the time. So I get all. You know what alleviates that problem? What ordering your coffee through the the app? Mine's always ready for Alfred. Because then a little sticker pops out, and they just slap it on the cup, and they don't have to butcher my name. All right, I'll stand in line, and I'll (laughs) order it from the app just because they're annoying me, and then I just walk down to the end. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Because I'm like, yep, I'm sick of their shit. Because the person in front of me, I just want to punch him in the back of the head. Because you know what I don't have? My coffee yet. (laughs) Oh, I see. And you know who's in front of me? This bitch. (laughs) Hey, what was this story about? (laughs) Oh, side note, side note, I'll I'll tell you that I was in line the other day getting, well, it was one thing that happened this past week. The title got changed over. For the bus to me, all oh, legal, Mazel all top. done, yada yada. But as Is I was in, as I was in line, waiting, you know, you little line over there in the in the MVD. This one guy did not bring enough time or patience with him, and he's behind, like he's got a whatever paper, and he's doing this, and he's ah, oh, and he's like, every time somebody would get done in line, oh come on, get up, go, move, come on, we got, oh, I wish you all to hurry. He was fucking Jones and bad. So meth and the, the MVD got, DMV do not mix. We got all the way to the end, and finally, well, besides also there was the I had already decided in my head which one of the people were I wanted to get helped by. Uh, it was not a guy, um, but. He was right behind me. I said, you know what? You go ahead. You've been jonesing for about half an hour to get up here. I said, you go. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And he just took his little clipboard and he ran up there. I was like, geez, you need to calm the hell down. I wish you could do it online for him. (sighs) Anywho, so back to my story. Oh, cool. Getting your name butchered by anybody who writes your name down anywhere you get food. But have you ever ordered a sandwich only for it to proclaim that your wife is a bitch on it? (laughs) One man. One time. Let's take take a look. (laughs) This this lovely couple. This lovely couple went to a oh, aren't they went to a Jimmy John's restaurant, and the husband happened to notice uh, when he recently found himself in his awkward position when the sandwich he ordered for his wife appeared to have the rude word "bitch" written on it. However, after demanding answers, the guy soon found out that the message wasn't quite initially what he thought it was. So, cut to picture. Here's the sandwich. See. 
Got that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, Robert Wilson Barnes thought his eyes were deceiving him. BLT chicken. Cheese. Exactly. You're close, but cheese. No. Actually, I think it is. Well, I don't know if it's cheese or chicken. cheese. Whichever one. Robert Wilson Barnes thought his eyes were deceiving him when he glanced at the food order and received from Jimmy John's drive-thru. The South Carolina man had ordered sandwiches for himself and his wife, Colleen, only hers had come with an offensive insult written on the packet. Now, uh, the guy stormed into the restaurant asking to speak to the manager about the fact that his wife's food featured the word bitch. Only for a confused staff member to explain that the letters on the sandwich simply meant that his wife had ordered a BLT with cheese. In a Facebook post, Barnes explained the hilarious mix-up. He said, quote, Hilarious! My, my wife took her sandwich out of the bag to see this! Seriously! Oh, not today! Not today! The post said. So they went back to the restaurant, went inside, already fuming, asked to speak to the manager, and then got the explanation. And so, they all laughed. And it was all very funny. So many people found the story hilarious that the husband's post went viral, garnering over 105,000 likes and 74,000 shares. I'd like the bitch sandwich, please. Can I please get it? It sounds delicious. Listen, a BLT with cheese. I can't, bo- I can't believe it's never occurred to me to put cheese on a BLT before in my life. I've also had them with chicken. If we're going to call you? it a well, bitch at, sandwich. At that point, it's a club. It's a club, right. Well, when you had the and chicken. That, and sure. isn't yeah. that delightful? It, yeah. Yeah. Isn't that like God made green it's bananas or whatever sandwich. the fuck that expression Where is? Where was that? Jimmy John's? Can I have the bitch sandwich, please? Yeah. Actually, that would be funny if they Wouldn't actually just adopted that and said, would you like a bitch? Yeah. Yes. That yes, would be would. fun. To, that'd be fun. It's like a this bitch sandwich. <laughs> Speaking of a bitch we'll sandwich. We'll call it Colleen. It's the Colleen. <laughs> Can I get a Colleen? <laughs> <sighs> That's her name. <laughs> to Colleen on Rye. So on the, I'll just interrupt you first. Shocking. So we got time. we're driving home and coming from the the bachelorette party, and uh, we were in two cars. So it was the bride and, and and a friend, and we're driving along, and she's talking about writing her own vows, and like they're talking about like stealing stuff off Pinterest, and like how hard it is to write something down. And she gave them to for for someone to read, and the person called back and said, "Have you read this out loud yet?" <laughs> And Not she so was good? like, oh, okay, good, you know, good note. I'll try to read it out loud to see, because it flows better. Sure. And I'm like, what, you need a thesaurus? You call him that motherfucker over there too many times? <laughs> and we just got the biggest <laughs> kick out of all the things that might possibly be in her vows. How many times he called her a cunt. <laughs> oh, God. So this cunt. <laughs> I do, and she did, yeah. and we are. Exactly. Can we move this along? For better or for worse, occasionally do. anal. You know? <laughs> we just had so Wait, much what, I, what did I agree yeah, to? Exactly. We had so much fun with what might possibly be in vows when left to your own devices. Oh. I'll bet. Yeah, sure. Now it's like to read your vows. Okay. I'll just wait. <laughs> Oh, Kitty Cat Carlson, what you got? Speaking of nothing, <laughs> I got no segue here. I've got nothing because an Instagram video showing a father showing cat Katie, Katie showing Katie June, <laughs> Katie June showing Katie June talking about Clayton McKee has mysteriously disappeared. Oh my God! Sources are unclear the if the video ever existed right. in the first place. The is horrible. <laughs> oh, the suffering. <laughs> Oh, speaking of suffering, an Instagram video showing a father <laughs> completing a bungee jump while holding his two-year-old daughter. Oh. 
freaked me the fuck out and is also the subject of serious flack online Hard in yeah. the footage this is the video I, that i sent you oh yeah play that right away in oh, the footage hang on. i thought this was later later not no now, no now, now later now later oh, hang on we're not there yet <laughs> I, i've got something to read so you do your thing you, and i'm gonna do mine got it we'll all do our in the, we're gonna work simultaneously uh, it's gonna be in, great and at the in same unison. time <laughs> in the footage Retta Roslin, a Malaysian reality star, is shown standing Aren't on a we bridge. All really? Aren't we all? He pats his two-year-old daughter's back reassuringly as a man yells three, two, one, and then suddenly, without warning, the pair is pulled backwards off the bridge, and the little girl, understandably, holds on fucking tight. No, yeah. for dear life. For life, yes. For life. It's enough to turn an adult's legs to jelly, let alone a small child, not to mention the endangering of said small child, which I'm pretty sure should be illegal everywhere. While Michaela's father argues she was wearing a safety harness and correct, quote, gear, she was shown completing the jump without a helmet. I would think that'd be important gear. I don't know. I'm also not taking my children bungee jumping anytime soon. Well, no, they won't even talk to you. Regardless, right? Of, right regardless of how annoying they are, I'm not going to fling them off a bridge. Um, oh. in, res- in response to a torrent of abuse charges... Uh, online and otherwise, the dad was forced to defend his actions. Chill, guys, he wrote. <laughs> Good parenting, dude. Yeah. This Way is- to go. He says, don't try this with your kids if your kids aren't ready for this. Or at all, dummy. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine. Th- I'm, I almost don't want to play this because it's already making me nervous just looking it's at crazy, it. It's crazy, isn't it? I know. Play the video. Here play the video. Play that beautiful bean footage. This shit happened. Oh, uh, well, play, you dumb sandwich. Hit the right button, you dumb son of a bitch. Okay, ready. Okay, go. All right, three, two, one. That kid's not strapped in any way. No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. That is bullshit that crazy right town? there. Crazy that is not. So what charge? Does he have charges filed against him? Uh, I missed that part. Well, he, they're not in the United States, so it's a whole different legal system. Okay. Um, the father's trying to say that the child was not coerced into the act. She loved it and really wants to go again. Um, a child rights lawyer says that the child's parents had lacked proper parental judgment by letting her complete such an act. You think? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. And, and, and the bungee jump operator. I'm sorry, you can't do this, sir. Where is that? So according to Free <clears throat> Malaysia Today... I like that they put a helmet on him, but... Uh, yeah. But not. But the kid will be fine. But this, the human they, sacrifice is fine. They bounce. <laughs> exactly. They, they bounce. bounce. Oh, um, God. They say that action can be taken under the Child Act, and, and the dad and the company can be charged for endangering the child's life. Jeez, Pete. That's just... That's wow. Yeah. Crazy. Agreed. That's... I thought I thought I was doing a crappy job parenting. Shit like this makes me go, oh, you but know, then, okay, right. But then the internet, and I feel better about my life. I would, I guess, I would feel somewhat. Well, actually, I couldn't really tell. He was just holding on. I'm guessing there was no strap of her to him. So he he claims that she was like strapped to him. Okay, I don't know. I was because I could. You couldn't see. I couldn't see that from that that video. But I would be no. curious. I would feel better about it if I knew that for sure. Like a tandem kind of a thing. right. Like if you, when you jump out of an airplane. But again, that's they usually don't let children adults, do that. It's they adults. don't let children do that. No, you have to be over eighteen. Oh, you do. Well, okay. in in the United States, you have to be over eighteen, <clears throat> or at least sixteen, with a parent. That's yeah, they don't just let wow, that's a two year olds jump unnerving. out of airplanes. That's not a thing that happens. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it'd be fun, Daddy. It's bad for business. Yeah. Dead, dead bodies at the bottom of your ride. Well, traditionally, dead children are the worst. Yeah, adults, meh. Yeah, you get some waivers signed and you 
be all right. You sweep that under the rug. But dead children, not good for business ever. <laughs> how, ever. how long is that? How long is that parachute going to take us to the scene of the crash? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is handy because that's where the paramedics are going to meet us. <clears throat> Go ahead, Alfie. So, let's see. What a difference a few weeks has made for one New Jersey man. Richard McEwen was arrested on uh, August 30th after he allegedly broke into Taylor Swift's beachfront mansion in Rhode Island. I've been to the outside. It's it's lovely. I would break Okay. All right. McEwen, who was barefoot at the time officers apprehended him, was charged with breaking and entering and willful trespassing and later released on a $5,000 bond. However, if that arrest was intended to serve as a wake-up call to him, he apparently did not get the memo. On Monday, McEwen was charged with criminal mischief, my favorite, after he allegedly drove his car on President Trump's golf course in Bedminster, New Jersey, and did donuts on the greens. Police said McEwen has driven his vehicle onto the greens twice in the last week, the third and the eighth. In the process, he left circles on two different putting greens, causing at least $17,000 in total damage. Who's paying for that, do you think? McEwen has been released pending a future court date, but a spokeswoman for the Trump Organization said he will be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. That was I quite the it, pause. That was quite the pause. I find it delightful. The screen went away. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was for dramatic effect. That's I was, what I thought, I too. I was very impressed. I was waiting. Edge of my seat. <laughs> <laughs> I like him. You know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to drive up on that lawn and spin around a do couple some times. Do my business. Yeah, do my business. <laughs> oh, I'm sure we'll somehow get stuck with that. I'm going to guess. Who knows? Um, bu- 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 okay. Police in Lincoln, Nebraska said the woman uh, left some burnt letters on the floor before taking a nap. When she awoke, the carpet was on fire. It seems that the love was a little too hot to handle. Oh. Hey. Police in Lincoln say 19-year-old woman sparked her fire on Monday by burning Baby, letters from her ex fire. in her bedroom. Police say the woman used a butane torch to burn the letters and left some of them on the floor. She then went to another room to take a nap because that's just what you, you do. do. You Listen, know what? <clears throat> once you burn the letters, you're exhausted. You right. gotta go take a little nap. Police. <laughs> I want to be fresh when he comes home to read my letter. Police say she awoke a short time later after to find the carpet on fire. And fuego! Fuego! Firefighters were able to extinguish the fire within minutes. Officials say the fire caused an estimated $4,000 in damage to the building. No one was injured. The woman was cited for negligent burning. Ah. It's a little overkill. You don't need a torch for that. Like, it's just letters. All a match would do. It's a all match she had. would do. It's all she had. One little match. You could do it dramatically. Wh- you throw it in the metal I guess, trash can. I guess, didn't say. She's you sing a, burn one time, you're she's fine. She's a welder. She had a torch. I, I have no idea. Make it up. Oh, I do like. If you like a lady if Jomana welder, sparker, we've all seen flash dance. You know what I mean? What a. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> we've all been to Pittsburgh. <laughs> we've all got places to be. <laughs> we've all got places to go. You know, it's my favorite stripper movie based in Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh. It's a very unique category. Thank I'd you. like to see the other it's contenders. A niche. It's a very yeah, exactly. niche. It's my favorite dance movie about, about abortion. About an abortion, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, cabaret's up there. I don't want to take it away, but you're not wrong. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Speaking of dance, the last about time abortion. I danced about abortion, yeah, <laughs> I had the time of my life. Yeah, <laughs> Tippy Canoe County, Indiana. Of course, it is Tippy Canoe and Tyler too. A couple accused of abandoning their adopted daughter say the allegations are false and that they are victims. 
Clearly, according to court documents filed earlier this month in Tippecanoe County, Christine and Michael Barnett adopted a Ukrainian-born girl with dwarfism in 2010, but they abandoned her in Lafayette in 2013 when they moved to Canada. Oh. You think sad, but it's about to get strange. Oh, sad and strange. Sad and strange. They're accused of changing the girl's age from 8 to 22 before they left, and they told the girl to tell other people that she looks young for her age. Oh, my gosh. But wait, it gets stranger. They're both charged with neglect of a dependent, and they bonded out, or they they posted bail. Um, But an interview with the Daily Mail, a renowned source of journalism. Journalistic integrity right there, ladies and gentlemen. Christine says that the adoption was a scam, and the girl is actually an adult who has made a career out of fooling people into thinking she's a child. That's the plot to Is it really? Maybe it's based on a true story. Well, it is, but not that story. Not this story. Well, Christine told the Daily Mail that she and her now ex-husband... I hope I didn't ruin the movie Orphan for me. <laughs> Spoiled. I don't know there was a movie forever. called Orphan. Go ahead. They agreed <clears throat> to an emergency adoption from an adoption center in Florida. They didn't know many details about the girl's background. They just knew she needed a home immediately. Immediately. Mm-hmm. Because her previous adoptive parents gave her up for undisclosed reasons. Dun, dun, dun. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever horror story that is. Yeah. Going over Within here. the first few weeks, Christine told the Daily Mail that there were signs that her daughter wasn't actually a young girl. She had a sophisticated vocabulary. She had a pack of teratons. She, yeah. she came Shun with her children, own case of beer. Drank vodka for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> well, they took the girl to the doctor, took her to a family the physician. They ordered bone density tests to help determine her actual age. Because remember, this girl uh, suffers from dwarfism. Mm-hmm. Might be hard to tell how old they are little people all the time uh the results suggested she was at least 14 now she's been sold as eight. Oh, she's at least 14 so christine says that their family began treating her as a teenager okay seems sure fair. sure yeah your bones say you're 14 then i'll, I'll you're go on with your that. own kid <laughs> get a job but then My bone says you're but That's then wow there's yeah. more oh but wait <laughs> but wait there's more uh-huh. christine says that the girl started making death threats against them and allegedly tried to poison her now adoptive parents and push her into an electric fence <laughs> then she attacked a baby this dwarf is out of control don't wow kick, don't kick the baby out of hand well the barnett family took the girl to a state-run psychiatric unit to get help during treatment the girl allegedly confessed to being much older and said that she wanted to kill her family. <laughs> oh, sure. Are we still on the orphan on the orphan storyline? Right, yeah. Okay. Okay. It's a horror movie. Okay. So, so I mean, so far so good. You adopted someone very troubled, got them to you know seek help and all of the, all of these things. So they got the doctor's report that says that the Barnett's daughter is actually an adult. Um, the letter says that the girl has made a career of perpetuating her age facade. And has continued to fool those who have the best of intentions. So then they went and legally changed their the girl's age in 2012. Went to the courthouse, said, nope, this is her real age. Change all the documentation, whatever. <coughs> they helped her get a social security number, apply for benefits, food stamps, get an ID. Um, then in August, they discharged her from the psychiatric hospital. And thinking, okay. Adults, we're done. We're done. We're good. Um, wow. I know. And then they found her in the picture. I know. Well, but now, <laughs> but now, years and years later, the parents are being charged with abandoning the adult child. How? Um, I'm reading more. 
Do. Do. Get, get right back to me, Rose. All right. So in, in 2012, she was discharged from the secure psychiatric care, and then she was placed under the supervision of state health care provider, Aspire Indiana. Seems like a legit facility. Then she was kicked out of that facility. Um, Christine, the adoptive mother, says that they helped secure housing for her in Lafayette. They paid for her housing, and then they moved to Canada for their son's education. Apparently, there's there's a, another child. I'm not, it doesn't say if he was adopted or not. He's really 70. Yeah. He's really 70. He's now 21, <laughs> apparently. Benjamin Button, yeah. He's a physics prodigy. There's not a lot of those. Okay. And Canada needed one of those, so the entire family... <laughs> Canada was one child. ...moved to Canada so he could attend the... Per- Perimeter Institute for Theoretical Physics in Waterloo, Ontario. Oh, oh Waterloo. Lovely. Waterloo. Well, Waterloo. While in Lafayette, the 8 to 22 year old dwarf girl attended classes at the Lafayette Ador- Adult Resource Academy. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> what, 18 to 20 year old dwarf just, girl too? No, much? it's just you know, I know. Why, You don't so, hear that every day. So here's what we got. We've got we've got <laughs> 18 to 21 year old dwarf is going to college in Lafayette. God. Jacob, the physics prodigy, <sighs> is needed in Canada. Yeah. Um I lost my place. Wait. It's not far from Niagara Falls, the Waterloo. That's true. So then the girl drops out. Of college just stops going to class one day. Court documents obtained by this reporting agency show she was evicted from her apartment in 2014. But then she's Chris, an adult, for God's sake. Right. Sense. But then Christine says she vanished and stopped returning her calls. Dun, dun, dun. She fears that she stopped taking her medication and is posing as a child for another family. I bet she is. I don't blame her. She says I would have forced her back into treatment, but I couldn't do any of that any longer because she was no longer an adult. In 2016. A couple applied to become the girl's guardians, but the Barnetts filed an objection, and that's where the court case comes back back together. That is because somebody else has, has applied to be their her guardian. Because so I, w- I wonder what her um, <clears throat> what, what what's her mo like? What does she get out of this? Being just people support her because they think she's an eight year old or yeah, ten year old. She gets to that's, be that's, that's right. fed and being taken care of, and treated like a child, and bedtime and weird. People have weird things that they like to do yeah. that's so, weird so now the and then no one looks at her strange because she's only supposed to be eight so then she's the right size uh, yeah so somebody else applied for guardianship for this girl who's supposed to be an adult and now her supposedly most recent adoptive parents are being charged with abandoning her because they just found out because too. right crazy Creepy. i know that was a long journey but no it was worth it, it. was a lot a long a journey lot. into next night. time i catch an orphan on cable i'm gonna be like Ooh. I'm going to have to go find it now. I think it's Vera Formega. All right. I'm pretty sure. I have the internet. So Google knows. Google knows. Placido Domingo cuts ties with the Met um, amid sexual misconduct claims. Mm -mm. So the show will not go on at the Met Opera for uh, Placido Domingo. Uh, The opera star will not be performing his role in Macbeth in the Met's production of the Verdi Classic and will not perform any production at the venue again, bringing to an end a professional relationship that began in 1968. Wow, the Metropolitan Opera. The Metropolitan Opera confirms that Placido Domingo has agreed to withdraw from all future performances effective immediately. Um, the Met and Mr. Domingo are in agreement that he needed to step down. The Met has no further comment at this time. Um, his his image was removed from the Macbeth page, and he will not be in um, the performance of Madame Butterfly set for November. 
He strongly disputes recent allegations made about himself and is concerned about a climate in which people are condemned without due process. Upon reflection, though, he believes his appearance in the production would distract from the hard work of his colleagues, both on stage and behind the scenes, and he is asked to be withdrawn from the um, production. And they graciously agreed to let happy hands out. Um, at the age of <laughs> wow. Okay. I like when we ad lib a story. Yeah, really good. Maybe slightly editorial. I'm happy that at the age of 78, he was able to sing the wonderful little title role, not little, in the dress rehearsal of Macbeth, which I consider my last performance on the Met stage. He's grateful to God and the public for what they have allowed me to accomplish here at the Metropolitan Opera. He's 78. Um, multiple accusations of sexual misconduct, which he has disputed and said were ridiculous, riddled with inconsistencies. Um, in August, the um, AP reported that nine women detailed alleged incidents of sexual harassment that took place over three de- decades beginning in the late 80s. In September, 11 more people came forward with allegations that included verbal harassment and groping. Um, CNN was unable to v- verify their accounts, but due to the ongoing investigation, um, we strongly dispute the misleading picture that the AP is attempting to paint of Mr. Domingo. So... I don't know. I th- I think you got you. I think the title of that article should have been "Me Too Hits the Met." Yeah. Ooh, yeah. look at you with alliteration too. Oh. I like that. Good riddance. Had I anybody, say. Had, Good had, riddance. Had, I had never heard anything about him before like that. Had you? No, but I mean, I don't. He's not somebody that I really cared what he did when right. he got off the stage. Me either, yeah. but I just like. You know, you, you were some people that you'd hear in the '80s that were like big hope lose about them. Then it died off, and it was dead for 25 years. And all of a sudden, yeah. one person pops back up, and I was like, "Oh, I remember hearing about that." But I don't recall hearing anything about old Placido. Mm-mm. Nada, nada, nada. Well, all hands. Being glued to your phone is certainly not an. Un- <laughs> Placido is Spanish for all hands. It is not. <laughs> it is now. Being glued to your phone is certainly not an uncommon trait these days. And in these modern times, whether we care to admit it publicly or not, we have all taken our phone to the bathroom with us to uh, help us pass the time, if you will. It's but true. this tempting habit could cause you serious health problems, doctors are warning. In particular, they said it could give you hemorrhoids. I'm not exactly sure how you're answering your phone, sir, but there's a problem. I think mean, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> The problem can originate from sitting on the throne too long, which scrolling through your phone may sadly only encourage you to do. It is particularly concerning news as 57% of British people, this is a British story, uh, admitted to using their phones on the toilet in a recent YouGov survey, and 8% said that they always do it. So uh, you might want to do some research on your own. If you are a a sitter and scroller, you might want to uh, look at it. Get in and quit it. Yeah, get in, get off, go home. (laughs) Yeah. Something I've, like that. I've actually recently purchased a book for that purpose to go back to the old reading in the bathroom as opposed to the phone in but the bathroom. But don't you stay there the same amount of time? Well, hopefully not, because I, I chose a book. <laughs> hopefully not. I chose a book on martinis that is like a recipe and an anecdote, oh, and a recipe and an anecdote. Got it. So short. Yeah. You know what I mean? It. Enough entertainment. Short shit stories. To occupy your mind right. while you have to be there. I see. It. Um, but not so much entertainment that people start looking for you in the house wondering if you've left, <laughs> which is what the phone does to you which sometimes. Really, what makes more sense is just text her. Yeah. Right. She's got it in her hand already. More than once have I found that I've been in the bathroom maybe too long, and all of a sudden there are people yelling my name throughout my house. Are you okay? Right. Kat? Did have you, you leave? Did you go to work? Yeah. Have you fallen? No, I'm on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Another good reason to take that shit off my phone. But no, I did. I I purposely, like, I saw the book, 
I don't remember where. In your must bathroom. Have, well, no, I must have read an article or something about it Most that prompted recently. me to purchase said ah, book. Ah. I purchased said book, <laughs> and then I thought this would be a great one to put in the bathroom because you know I used to, I used to keep books in the bathroom back before everybody had a phone in their fucking pocket. Are you thinking what about ma- what magazines? Right, are for. magazines, right books, whatever. I would I would put like little joke books in there, or, or maybe a Reader's Digest, if you will. Are you thinking about becoming a bartender? Uh, you know, I'm thinking about it. It seems like a. <laughs> Seems like a lively enterprise. It's out there. It's you got nothing there. else to do, really. My God. I mean, it's it's virtually economy proof. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> a, it's a recession proof industry. People, People drink still if they're happy. Drink. They drink right. if they're depressed. Oh, we've Not all been kidding. at that conference. Yeah. Not kidding. <laughs> perfect, Jitty. Perfect assholes don't poop and scroll. Come on. I mean, your phone doesn't go there. Come on. You need one of those squatter toilets so you're not sitting the in squatty that potty. squatty potty. Squatty potty, yeah. yeah. Well, Ross Matthews swears by it. He, he promotes it on his little Instagram or Facebook, whatever the hell he's doing. That I think he makes money by doing that, though. It does. That is his business. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> business about Fair. doing the business. Fair. <laughs> there is that. Well, here's some business for you. Go more business, Cat Carlson. A flap. In- involving an avocado and a middle finger wound up sending a 56-year-old woman to the slammer. Oh. What? It's true. It's a picture. A 72-year-old woman identified as the victim hmm. told Port Port St. Lucie police on September 13th that she was watching television on the couch when her 56-year-old roommate got upset because she allegedly ate all the sliced-up avocado in the refrigerator. That bitch. No, it's a BLT with cheese. Oh. <laughs> the 72-year-old she woman said the 56-year-old woman yelled about the missing avocado before the 72-year-old woman showed her the middle finger. An avocado is a pear-shaped fruit with a green skin and large <laughs> seed in the middle that grows on trees. Known as alligator pears, avocados are high in monosaturated fat and feature prominently in guacamole. In case you were wondering what the fucking avocado was. This is a very complete <laughs> article. <laughs> now... In case you're wondering what the finger is. Where does the finger come in? <laughs> in the butt, Bob. In, in the butt, butt, yeah. In case you're wondering what showing the middle finger is, well, displaying your middle finger typically is interpreted as a derogatory gesture. It can be made with the right or left hand mm. and is often one. used you can to double barrel escalate it too. a situation. <laughs> oh. In contemporary parlance, the gesture is called the bird and is paired with verbal with verbs flip, flick, shoot, or give. <laughs> Moving on with the story, our 72-year-old woman... I love all the... The ways in which the bird can be... Flipping the bird. Flicking the bird, flicking giving the bird, the showing the bird, wow. shoot the bird. I think I'd go with flicking the bird. That sounds like know. it went somewhere else. <laughs> That's how it so ended up in her butt, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on with the, with the drama, the 72-year-old woman said that while she was on the couch, her roommate threw something at the wall behind her, and it also hit her in the face. Mm-mm. Police found a, quote, green substance that looked like avocado remains on the wall. They must have got there in a hurry because that turns brown quick. For real. (laughs) The 56-year-old woman was eating her burger meat and avocado from a plastic container when the police spoke to her. Mm. She said that she had prepared sliced avocado and told her 72-year-old roommate not to eat it all. She said she threw an avocado at the wall behind the 72-year-old woman. The end. Wow. So it wasn't that they were out of avocado. It's just she ate the sliced, the pre-sliced. She ate the sliced oh. avocado and got hell? arrested for throwing an avocado. What is this world At a 72-year-old woman. 72 and how? 72 and 56? 
Uh, yes, yeah, 72 and 56. First of all, what are these lesbians doing? I, I assume that the roommates... Eating avocados! That's what they're doing. Somehow, Marge got upset. It's a very Golden Girls kind of a thing here. Uh, well, that it really it does. Rose and Blanche had I would a believe right. it more if there was a cheesecake in Rose this story. Rose sliced the avocados. <laughs> hey, just take out... Blanche take out. ate the avocados. Avocado. Rose finally lost her goddamn, lo- goddamn mind. Threw an avocado <laughs> right at Blanche. Lost her goddamn <laughs> mind. <laughs> oh. Avocados everywhere. Crazy. So they started to impeach the president. Yeah. I heard. It's good. <laughs> Inquiries have been made. Mm-hmm. All six committees have been instructed to act to under proceed. one umbrella. Yeah. It's a proceed with their investigations. Under the umbrella of inquiry, mm-hmm. inquiry. I like how they're I all saying inquiry, yeah, but they all keep saying inquiry on the TV because they're. Stupid. I think that's. I think that's a, so you, an accent issue. So aside from the inquiry, you got no other story no. right now. All right, let me wrap this up with this one. Uh, spooky moment: Ghost uh, was caught on a closed caption TV and a gas station uh, over in Ireland, I believe. The ghostly encounter happened at Toilson's Service Center in Cork, Ireland, after it closed last Wednesday, which was on September 11th, according to the Irish Mirror newspaper. And the baffled owner of the service center, which is eerily located between two funeral homes, has released footage of what they're calling a shocking incident. Closed caption TV, excuse me, closed circuit TV, uh, clips show a pack of rice cakes mysteriously flying off a shelf and a fruit basket falling off the top of a hot food counter. The video has left thousands of viewers questioning a the suspected paranormal activity. Uh, apparently there was another clip released uh, showing the view behind the counter uh, where a number of people say that they could see a woman in the clip, but it has been denied by the owner. I was going to show you what this clip looks like and see if we can, uh, if you see what, do you see what I see? So let's see if we go here. Watch the video. I'm watching. So you see something there now about, about, uh, you got a little ways in here and then you're going to see something fall off the top of the counter. Is this in high def? No, it's just it's a shitty clip TV. So you so watch like above the the, right. the top, and then you're gonna see something fall like that. Take comes off. Oh my gosh! So he's saying, see that image that's in the video in the middle there? He's saying that that's a ghostly image of something. I don't know if it's just a camouflage muumu that somebody's got on. I don't know what it is, but apparently something else happens in this video that they see, but it's way way down the. I'm convinced. I don't know. It's a ghost sold, but a gas station between two funeral homes. So Google that if you want to. You can find out more information about that. Just Google the uh, the uh, closed caption TV petrol station Ireland. You'll figure it all out. It all works out together. <laughs> it's all there. Let's. Uh, where's my clicker? Where's my thing? Let's do this. Al, I think you're ready. Are you ready? You want to do it? Sure. Here we go. Let's see what happens when I do this. We have uh, my voice is gone. We have. Uh, a movie review. We've got a TV show to watch and uh, enjoy um, the finale of So You Think You Can Dance to chat about. And uh, uh, the Emmy Awards were on. I have it recorded. And uh, I figured out what tell me about them. All right, well, I did, yeah. But I recorded in case I need to go back and review something. I now count on you. Yes. The Emmys so the we'll, we'll go through a little We're all a little counting on Emmy. all, we? we? did the Emmys last week. We'll do the yeah. Emmys this week. All right, we're going to come back and talk about the Emmys and whatever else we want to. It's our show. Stick around. Hey, girl, you okay? You're listening to You Talk America.